Welcome to Camdeners, the official podcast for the Camden Clean Air Initiative with me, Jeffrey Young. In this podcast series, we get to know and discover the lives of Camdeners, those special individuals shaping the unique and vibrant culture of the borough of Camden. Today, we're here in the studio with film director and screenwriter, Joel Hopkins. Great. Well, welcome to Camdeners. I'm delighted to be here today with a very auspicious Camdener, the actual mayor of Camden, Councillor Sabrina Francis. Welcome. Thanks for having me. So, well, um, you're new into the role. I wonder if you could give us a little bit of background on yourself and the, the pathway to becoming mayor of Camden. Um, so I grew up in Camden, so I've lived in Camden my whole life. Um, and I became a councillor for Bloomsbury in 2014. Uh, so that's the bit of Camden that has got like the Brunswick Centre, Russell Square, the British Museum, Tottenham Court Road, all the fun bits. Uh, I'm very lucky to be a councillor there. Um, so that was, I was elected in 2014. And then I've had kind of various roles on the council. I've chaired committees and uh, chaired panels, um, but became mayor in May. So the council year runs from May to May. So I was appointed in May this year and then will hand over the reins in May next year. My term was delayed because of COVID, uh, so I should have been mayor in 2020, um, but I would have had a very quiet, sad year. I wouldn't really have been able to be out in Camden if I was uh, mayor that year. Fantastic. Um, if I understand, it's a year appointment, um, and obviously got to be very special. You're no doubt a true Camdener. <laughs> what, what was the journey so far before even becoming councillor? What? Yeah, well, I, like I said, kind of, Born and raised in Camden. So I went to like Bretnock Primary School, went to Camden School for Girls. I only really left to go to university, uh, which was kind of, I suppose, you know, just up the road in Birmingham. So I didn't go too far. Um, so for me, like Camden just is me and the same for my friends. Like I'm still really close to people I went to primary school with. So for us, like this is just the one place we've really known and the place we really love. And I think the reasons we love it, and for me personally, is because it is so diverse and so interesting and there's just it can feel a bit oh kind of a bit over the top to talk about like the buzz of Camden and it's like atmosphere but it really is a very unique place and I found whenever I left Camden uh, people would always have stories about Camden and people instantly knew where you were from from kind of its connections to music its connection to the arts obviously people like Amy Winehouse Pete Doherty um, all the bands that started in our venues means that being from Camden is like really really special I agree. A very special place. Uh, tell us the day that you you were appointed mayor of Camden. How, how did it feel? What was that kind of? Um, it's a little bit surreal. Uh, so normally there is a meeting, uh, which is kind of informally called the mayor making, and at that meeting. Um, the outgoing mayor kind of gives a speech and the new incoming mayor explains about their charity and um, you can have lots of guests and, you know, a little glass of wine. Uh, but this year, obviously, there was none of that. So my mayor making, I was, you know, sat at the desk in my hallway that I've been sat at for the last 14 months. Um, but I got to put a chain on at a certain point in a meeting and that made it a bit different. Um, 
being mayor is great, but it can feel quite surreal at times that you get invited to do things and meet people that you never would have imagined you would do. And then obviously I am kind of Camden's first black woman to be mayor and, you know, the first black person to be mayor since 1987. So there's kind of added attention to that. And I don't really mind that because, you know, I stand in who I am. Um, But it does sometimes make me think if I think if I think about all of that stuff, it can kind of get a bit much. So for me, I'm just very much focusing on like what I can do and my charity and then um when it's all over at the end, I can kind of think about the kind of more historic elements or the more unusual elements of my mayoralty. So what, which areas do you see yourself having an impact in the Borough of Camden during um, this period? I think when you are mayor, you are put in a really like unique position. So you don't have power, so to speak, but you obviously have influence um, because people will speak to you. Um, they're more likely to want to know what you have to say or be more willing to listen to you. Um, So for me, the influence is obviously going to be raising awareness of my charity. Um, I picked Gingerbread. They are the charity for single parent families. Uh, They're based in Kentish Town. They've been doing their work since, you know, 1918. Um, So kind of raising awareness of what they do, um, how they help single parent families um, and also raising money for them. Because as a mayor, you pick a charity so you can raise money for it through events over the year. Um, but also I sort of picked a secondary theme, which is looking at hospitality and small businesses in Camden in the hope to kind of get them a bit of attention because obviously they've kind of got the long road back. And, you know, as we know, they've been delayed a couple of times. So um, trying to get some attention for those businesses and the things they're doing is definitely high on my agenda. Small Business Day is coming, is on the 22nd of June. 27th of June and I know that we are doing some work around that as a borough to highlight the businesses we have um, and what they do so I was making some videos for that a few days ago on Kentish Town High Street and also with a young entrepreneur who kind of set up her own business through going through the um, entrepreneurships and skills training programs we have at Camden. Wow so what, what is it what is it about hospitality and small business that you know makes you want to sort of put it on the radar? I think for me, they're just really important in ways that I don't think people always consider. So if you are, you know, lucky enough to have disposable income and you want to celebrate something, you go out for a meal. If you, something bad happens, you might go to the pub and drown your sorrows with a glass of wine. Like um, hospitality is interlinked with the ways we celebrate, the ways we commiserate, the way we live our life. Um, And they really can shape an area. People, you know, talk about the local restaurants. You can have local restaurants that you've seen go through like father, son, daughters, like really like deeply embedded and businesses in our communities are often our small businesses and they're often hospitality businesses. So that's why I think they're really important. And also for me, I think people don't really understand what it's like to work in them. It's high skilled work, like dealing with the public every day is not easy. So um I just kind of want to draw attention to the hard work they're putting in to survive and they have put in to survive and hopefully um, they'll do well in the future when things are kind of slightly more back to normal. Fantastic. I mean, that's great. Um, we're a business here that, you know, has a huge connection to hospitality. So that sounds like good news to us in the borough of Camden. So what are the steps that you think we could take as a as a borough of Camden to support um, hardworking independent businesses and in particular hospitality? Um, I think as individual people, 
what we can do is essentially you just have to shop there, don't you really? Um, And kind of make your choices. And, you know, we've all been at home for a while. So it's became very easy to scroll and click and um, get used to something being delivered within 24 hours when there's probably someone or a company nearby that could do the same or deliver the same thing if you kind of thought about it a little bit in advance and maybe accepted that it might take three to four days delivery rather than 24 hours. Um, As a borough, I know we do as much as we can to support businesses because obviously we've been, you know, processing grants that businesses were eligible for over this whole period. And also um, we've got kind of like startup training schemes for people if they've got a business that they want to scale up or pivot in a new direction. Um, and all of that information is obviously on the CAMS and website. So I think it's um, just finding ways to help people where they are at that moment. Great. Well, that sounds we're going to have to look into great detail into this um, startup training scheme because I think there's, um, you know, wonderful to provide opportunities to people that want to change careers and maybe get that start in life. Uh, yeah. Or just like be able to take forward an idea they've had, just have some input. Because, yeah, I met uh, last weekend an entrepreneur who'd come through that and she was um, happens to be like a single parent who developed a product uh, called um, Kitty Wiz, which is a sort of portable toilet, essentially, because she had a son and she worked out that there was like a gap in the market for that. And she said that when she went to her first Camden kind of startup training scheme uh, program it was a picture on a piece of paper that she'd drawn in pen and then she had a real product to show me um and she just said it's because she learned things there she went to other other programs she met people and it kind of really helped her get it from a problem she saw to a bit of paper to a real product so yeah wow well that, that's another shout out to kitty Wiz. so the single mother um charity gingerbread i want you to tell us a bit more detail about what they're doing and how they work. Yeah, so Gingerbread are the charity for single parents. So um, they support single parents who have become single parents through, you know, choice, bereavement or divorce. Um, there's sort of, you know, no hierarchy involved in it. Uh, and they provide um, information and support. So, you know, you might need some financial advice because you've gone from being in a two-parent household to a one-parent household, and that's going to be vastly different. Um, they have a helpline with trained advisors that can give advice, and they also have forums and do meetups when they could, obviously, so that single parents can meet each other because it is quite isolating, um, and you have some kind of like unique problems that you probably want to talk about with other people in the same boat. Um, and they also commit, you know, time and energy, as most charities do, to the kind of lobbying and influencing work. So, you know, speaking to the government about policies they've got that may be to the detriment of single parents or maybe single parents weren't thought about when the policy was designed and kind of there's a little bit of a um, gap there. So they do that work. And I think their work is important and they do lots of research as well. And so kind of through their research, we do know that, you know, um, I think it's, yeah, less than half of single parents receive money from their child's other parent mm. and children in single parent families are twice as likely as children in couple families to live in poverty. So all the work they're doing around benefits and the information they give out and um, even one of their recent reports was on single parents that were working through the pandemic and how that affected their lives and lives of their family is really important because they are a group that can often be forgotten. Um, I selected them because I came from a single parent family. Um, And for me, I kind of keep saying it and I probably will keep saying it, like being from a single parent family isn't a moral failing. Being in one, leading one isn't. So um, I just 
am very open to standing there and saying, you know, I'm single from a single parent family. I'm now the first citizen of Camden. I think it will be useful to publicly just explain that, like, it's not a failure and you can do well in life. Because I think there definitely was and probably is in some quarters a stigma attached to being from a single parent family. Um, I think things are better than they used to be maybe when I was younger. But again, I think gingerbread research shows that a lot of single parents have felt like they've faced some sort of prejudice or stigma. So that's also what the charity work to um, kind of get rid of, basically. Great. And, and, and no doubt, you know, COVID hasn't, it's probably disproportionately affected yeah. single parent families. Yes, because again, I think uh, their recent report showed that a lot of single parents tended to be in the industries that were the hardest hit. So, you know, hospitality and retail. So they're more likely to be furloughed or uh, more likely to lose their job. It was also really hard to balance work they did have with kids being home from school with no second parent to balance the childcare. So it's been uh, pretty difficult. Mm. It's hard not to be a parent with, to, you know, yeah. <laughs> parents and grandparents. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much pressure being a parent in any case, but to be a single parent, um, you need a lot of support. So that sounds like a, a gingerbread, a fantastic charity, you know, Kentish Town and Camden Charity. You know, wonderful that you're supporting that. I'd like to turn a little bit to the environment um, and sort of looking at what you feel. Do you feel there are, there are some imperatives surrounding sustainability and is there anything the, the borough um, could be doing or anything you feel uh, that you'd like to sort of see happen? I think when it comes to sort of, you know, the environment and sustainability issues, we are now as a society getting better in thinking about and understanding like the health effects of it all. I think it possibly previously was seen as a sort of thing that, you know, hippies with too much yeah. time on their hands worried about. Uh, but now we do know that, you know, growing up in congested cities can have a horrendous impact on your health. So, um, and we have, you know, a cabinet member committed to environmental uh, work in the borough and we are always kind of like pushing forward and doing what we can. And I, I think, um, in fact, I know that Camden was... Uh, the first borough to adopt the World Health Organization air pollution standards. So for us, it's about, you know, moving forward and going on with our clean action plan, which was um, put together and co-designed by people, uh, residents, local businesses and local institutions. But I think the thing that is sometimes difficult in this area of work is having like hard conversations and sometimes you can have people who are very against some of the changes particularly when it comes to air quality if they believe it's gonna you know affect their ability to drive or where they can go but um in years to come i think we'll probably look back and be like oh my god why were we so slow to make some of these changes now it's amazing to have clean air around schools and homes and people aren't you know choking on chemicals mm, uh, agree with you fully i remember in 2007 uh in the run-up to that when uh, nationally we banned smoking in pubs mm. you know like what you know yeah. you can't do that and it happened and now it's even unfathomable to imagine that you know you would walk into a restaurant a pub a workplace or anywhere really or an aeroplane like yeah. you're in the tiny little tube in the air and people used to be able to smoke on them it's mad <laughs> crazy wow i wonder sort of looking ahead here you know camden's role in greater london what what role do you think camden has to play in the, in building a better society in London and, and in the UK in general? Yeah, I think in Camden, we're often a leader or it feels like we're often in a leadership 
position because we're often the first to move on big issues. So, you know, just like I mentioned, the us taking on the World Health Organization air quality standards. Um, if you bring it back into the last year and a bit we've lived through, we set up our disproportionality working group as soon as the connection between race and COVID deaths was established. And that was a working group to just look at those issues and make sure we were paying attention to the residents that are most likely to be hit by it. Um, I don't think many boroughs had kind of like switched on and were doing that sort of work so quickly. We really do move very quickly on big issues as soon as they are raised to us. Um, and also we have got kind of disproportionate impact across London because, you know, Georgia Gould, the leader of the council, is also leader of London Council, so which is the kind of group of councils. Um, so the work we do gets to filter outwards to other boroughs, but also we get to learn from other boroughs at the same time. So we're in a very lucky position here. Why Why is Camden that sort of influential? I don't know. I think it's just always been, like I said, kind of at the beginning, like it's just a very famous borough and I think people pay attention to it. It's obviously, you know, fairly close to Parliament. We've had, you know, le- Labour leaders. Um, I think that all kind of plays into the cachet of Camden as being a sort of leading borough. And I do think it is because we do jump on things early if we see often an injustice or something that can be solved. We do try to move quite fast. Gritty Camden. Excellent. Um, Finally, if you could wave a magic wand and achieve anything during these 12 months, what would you like to achieve or what you'd like if to see achieved? If I had a magic wand and could do like anything in the borough, I think for me, it would be about just building lots and lots of nice high quality homes. Uh, as a counsellor, a lot of the casework you get is about housing, be it overcrowding or damage or damp or bad landlords. So if we just had like a huge array of housing, that would be amazing because for me, I just really want everyone to have access to a place that they call home that meets their needs because people have got homes that are too small or damaged in some way. Just want everyone to sort of, you know, be able to go home and relax and feel safe. Wow. Well, that sounds like a great objective, uh, especially in this era where homelessness is on the rise. Absolutely. Madam Mayor, Mayor of Camden, Councillor Sabrina Francis, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. And that's all for this episode of Camdeners. If you'd like more information, please see the links below. Camdeners was recorded in Serendipity Studios in Arlington Road for the Camden Clean Air Initiative. Camden.